Live from both coasts, it's the Take the Ride podcast. Well, the fact of the matter is, is that your entire diet consists of candy and Mountain Dew. No wonder you can't sleep. It's totally not true. There's also cheeseburgers. Now here are your hosts, Adam Drake and Johnny Wright. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Take the Ride, the podcast for lovers and dreamers. <laughs> uh, I'm Adam Adam Drake, and uh, with me is my uh, Elizabeth Taylor wannabe, Johnny Wright. Hello, I'm Johnny Wright. Now, because uh, did you just did you just quote Kermit the Frog? By the way, lovers and did. dreamers, the love the lovers yeah. and dreamers, and okay, anyway, <laughs> I think he just quoted the Rainbow Connection without thinking about it, which when is I'm, fantastic. <laughs> when I'm when I'm improvising, you just stay out of my way because you yeah. never know what's going to happen. Um, <sighs> because this is an audio podcast, a lot of people can't understand this, but um, your video. Yeah. It's so blurry that it looks like you have the Elizabeth Taylor filter on, the Barbara Walters filter on. So yeah. You can actually the, see how old you are. The, <laughs> that's unfortunate. But yeah, the sun is behind me where, where my desk is. And so I, you know, and yeah, but anyway. So, and, and you want uh, to buy some white diamonds. Perfume. I absolutely do. You would smell like a million damn dollars. <laughs> uh, that's Cleopatra, Cleopatra money. Okay, friends. Um, we are going to get to lighter tone and lighter topics here. Uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna get to to lighter stuff, but we uh, we do feel a responsibility to address what's happening here. Um, so uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna address it. We're gonna get to funnier things. We promise. Uh, but at first, we do want to talk about how things are going right now uh, in our country because well, I'm I'm hurting right now. Yeah, and I I think the the thing that we want to get across is that like we we are too white men. We're two middle-aged white guy goofballs. Yeah. Okay. We don't have any answers here. We're no, listening. And, nor should we even comment on, no, on Black Lives no. Matter because I mean, I, you know, I, I'm very privileged and I recognize that and I grew up very privileged. And, as, as do uh, I. Um, I, I have no leg to stand on there, but I do genuinely, genuinely want to listen and want to understand and want to educate myself um, because I don't know. I, 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 could never walk a mile in any of these shoes because it's just, no. you know, it, it's just, it's so. For me, um, when I, where, where, why I'm feeling so hurt is because I'm seeing the hurt of other people who have gone through this. I see oh, the yeah. pain and the anguish in their face and it just is heartbreaking because I mean, you know, we're going through a pandemic here. We need to remember guys, Black people have gone through a 400-year pandemic, yeah, and seriously. we are not doing very well here. Um, and, you know, thinking about my friends, and I talked to a friend the other day, you know, who was black that I knew growing up, and he's had to have the talk with his kids about what you do with the police. Like, hearing that was hard, man. Yeah, well, that's just... It, uh, um, but how foreign is that to you and me, right? It's like, completely foreign. And, and that's why... You know, we are looking at this through a different lens, obviously. But you and I have identical feelings about diversity, um, yes. and and how important it is. And we've both have have had friends growing up, and still that look different than us. And you know, and so I, when I I think of those those faces, you know, yeah, and know that I, I had a friend in New York, have a friend in New York, excuse me, that got slammed on a cop car when he was a teenager. You know. And, you know, when he told me that story, 
I like, oh my gosh, what did you do? I said something sarcastic to a cop, right. you know, and that was it. And so <laughs> I was, <laughs> I, I smoked a joint in front of a cop outside a Dave Matthews band concert. <laughs> I, I understand there's a lot wrong with that. Anything to me. Literally, not that is thing. unbelievable. Adam. Yeah. And he just like you just fired up was, a Jay in front of a cop. I, well, it was fired up before he came over. I but see. I was just I talking see. to him, and nothing. Yeah, happened. nothing. Just, like nothing. Yeah. Uh, so we we were recognizing this. So so uh, when I was in high school, uh, so this is ninety two, and the Rodney King riots were happening, mm-hmm. and um, we, I was talking with a group of friends about it, and I was saying that like, I don't understand why people are reacting like this. And my buddy, one of my buddies who was black, um, he was a really prominent athlete. So he was like really like recognizable. Yeah. Um, he, and he said, he said, J-Dub, you need to remember, it seems like everyone knows who I am, but I still get followed around by security guards at the mall. Yeah. And I never forgot that lesson. Yeah. You know, it's Absolutely. not the same for us. And that's why we are trying to listen. Mm-hmm. We are trying to show empathy and we are trying to set an example for other white guy assholes like us that we need to do better. Yeah. Um, yeah. I never forgot that lesson. Isn't that unbelievable? It's I still get followed around by security guards at the mall. You know? Yeah. It, 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 I never forgot that. It was an amazing lesson. It wasn't lecturing me. It was teaching me. Sure. And that's what we have to do right now. Of course. You know, we need to, we need to, to listen to what, what people are saying and we need to try to do better. You know, but the, the rioting stuff is so depressing, you so, know, because, yeah. uh, because so, what, what I see, excuse me, I'm sorry. Yeah, go, no, go what, what I see is the daytime of the, of the, the peaceful protests. And then when, at, when the sun goes down, who, what I call the anarchy tourists show up who don't care about this shit at all. Right. They're just out there smashing stuff because they think it's fun. Which, and by that the way, is really I've impressive. seen a lot of videos of white kids with skateboards yes. smashing windows. Did you see the video of the kid with the skateboard and the black protester ripped it out of his hands? Literally just watched that this morning. Yeah. Unbelievable. And that kid, well, he's probably, what, 22 years old? Yeah. You know, Talking. and just, and he probably stole that skateboard from another place. Yeah. You know, it's probably a looted skateboard and he's just smashing windows. And the, a yeah. protester, a peaceful protester, just rips it out of his hands and stares him down and the kid runs off. Yeah. There's another and, instance uh, during during a march. One uh, there's like a guy videotaping and yeah. a white guy, and he's like, "Flip the truck!" Oh like, my gosh! And, and and actually, what's great is the protesters were like, "Wait a minute! Whoa, whoa, whoa! This is peaceful. We're not like, yeah. what are you talking about? Like, you're ruining this message by like suggesting that that's going to happen just so you can get some like follows or likes on Instagram, right? Like, yeah. you know, whatever. You yeah, stuff the, on there. And they chased him off, which is good. But like, you know, some some white asshole who thinks he can like you know, just cause shit, just cause trouble as, and, and dilute the message. Yeah. As we, as we try to, as we try to transition here to lighter topics and uh, <laughs> one of my, one of my favorite things that I've seen in the last couple of days, what came from, from Seattle. Um, of course that, it did, Johnny. You're of course, of, like, of course. Anything that isn't from Seattle. Of course it did. So <laughs> the, the tourists uh, the anarchy tourists uh, broke into a cheesecake factory and there's a lady walking out of the cheesecake factory holding a full cheesecake what are you doing i, I don't know you I mean, looted a fed. cheesecake have you ever <laughs> have you ever had their cheesecake it's pretty damn good looting a cheesecake i mean you're willing to catch a charge and go to jail for how much does a cheesecake cost 25 bucks i don't know but <laughs> like that that it's one a cheesecake factory is probably more that one that. yeah that one made me laugh like what what a knucklehead 
had I mean, it had like strawberries on the top and stuff. It's really, if you, yeah, if you could find that one, guys, that that one is really something. You, you're out here looting a looting a goddamn cheesecake. <laughs> Again, they're really good cheesecakes. I mean, I. Oh yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't fight that. That, that you know that. And it, I'll, I'll I'll loot a cheesecake factory even, and you know, not in protest, just because yeah. I want a cheesecake. Yeah, maybe you're right. You know, maybe uh, maybe I should watch it because you know what happened. You know, maybe I would lo- uh, loot uh, uh, you know like a deli. You yeah. know, get your Mountain Dew. <laughs> Oh, please, please be responsible, everybody. Yeah. You know, have, have, you seen uh, have you seen anything like personally, not, not in terms of racism, but in terms of uh, looting or protests or anything like that? So um, they are here in Portland. Yeah. Um, I have not gone out. Um, I, I've been very conflicted about it, mm-hmm. but I, I'm still afraid of the virus. Yeah. Um, and so I have chosen not to go out. And that's a big concern here, guys, that the virus flare-up could happen. Um, and yeah. so that, I mean, that's concerning. And I know the majority of people are wearing masks, but there's still people that aren't. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it, so that, that is concerning. So I have not, I have not gone out to, to see it for myself, even though there is a part of me that thinks I should go out and just be there to support. But yeah. um, I have, I have yeah. chosen not to do it. Um, but uh, whew, it's... It, I, I'm telling you, I, you know, I, I don't mind being this candid that I've been in tears every day at, at points. I mean, so much so that my nose is chapped from blowing my nose. That's so much. Cocaine. And from the cocaine. You know, I, oh. yes, I'm crying about the protesters, but I'm also hitting the booger sugar because I'm trying to keep my spirits up. You gotta, gotta level yourself off. Yeah. Cause I, I'll see, you know, seeing the videos, uh, the, you know, stuff on Twitter, you know, like a, a, a cop kneels down with a protester and hugs them, yeah. you know, I'll lose it. You know, like that's I see people the, are, tr- people are trying. Yeah. And that's the beauty that you have to look for in these times, right? Is yeah. like those people who are, who are celebrating life and who have the compassion and, and shut down ignorance. It's, that's like, that's the beautiful stuff. Look at the diversity in the protesters. Yeah, absolutely. It's, totally it's a respond. Benetton ad, man. It, yeah. It's, you know, because there are a lot of people like us that that feel hey man we, we're tr- we, we we hear what you're saying you yeah. know we, we we're trying to we're trying to support you you know you know and even like the the blackout tuesday thing like i get that it's it's an easy thing you put a black square on your thing right and and what are you doing right are you are you helping it's not even about helping it's about no. saying i get it and i'm sorry and and if i can do one small thing that shows my support then then i'm there Right. Like I was even like, like, where yeah. do I get off putting this up there? Right. Like, yeah. I had but then I realized that it wasn't about, it's not a black or white thing. No. It's, it's a simple like, gesture. It's a simple gesture. It's a humanity yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, and, and I'll tell you what, like I loved going through my feed and just seeing black square. After black yeah. Square. Black square to black square to black square. Cause yeah. man, the, come on, man. The majority of people are good. The majority yeah. of people care about their brothers and sisters, Absolutely. you know? Yep. And it's, so one of the things that I've been saying is I, I, I fully recognize that I can't technically understand, but I'll still stand. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that's, that's huge. That's huge. And I'll, yeah. to be, to that end, I've also, I just, I was just on the Kindle, just buying a bunch of like books on it, you know, like the, oh, really? how to be an anti-racist. Um, Interesting. The, the new Jim Crow, like a lot of books, like, cause I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? I don't, I don't read oh, this stuff. Like I should, I don't have that education and, and, I need to educate myself. And, and I think a lot of people do, especially people like us who have grown up privileged and just don't understand. 
And I think that for, for myself, I, I, I feel I grew up in the suburbs of Seattle and like I, I was yeah, lucky. You did Seattle? Wow. I did. Yeah. Never, yeah. I'm, I'm, wearing, I'm, I'm wearing a Seahawks hat right now. Um, and I was lucky that I had friends who were diverse and I learned naturally, you know, how to treat people because when I was a kid, it never, it just never occurred to me to hate someone that didn't look like me because I thought the guy was funny and we played touch football together. No one is born with you, you know? Johnny. No one is born with you. Know, you know, I had a buddy, I had a buddy who was black when we were, we were kids and we'd spend the night at each other's house, you know? Yeah. And we, and so what we would do, <laughs> dude, come over, we'd put the cardboard down on the sidewalk and break dance, right? With the boom box out. Yeah, of course. And then, and, and then, and then in the evening we would go to the video store and rent beat street. <laughs> <laughs> it might be better watch, than watch beat watch beat street together over and over and over again you know <laughs> but it, i i i sent him i've messaged with i've messaged with him and um you know and expressed to him hey man i your your friendship and example helped me learn um mm -hmm. you know the example of your parents you know yeah. who welcomed me into their home and put, put their arm around me and one night we were having dinner and his dad uh you know talked about the march in washington i was probably Whoa. 10 yeah but and, and, and Selma and things like that, you know, he was a, he was a great man. And, uh, I listened to that stuff as a kid, it had an impact on me, of course, but, but we need to, we need to, we need to recognize that not everyone had that kind of experience as a child because yeah. hate is, hate is learned. My friends, yeah, it absolutely. is, it is learned behavior. In fact, if I can tell you one story, I know we need to get to some lighter stuff. Go for that it. same, that same friend, um, we were, we were at a track meet. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we were, we were in probably fourth or fifth grade. Okay. And you know, in elementary school, you didn't do the shot put, you did the softball throw. I don't know. So we were on the, we were on the, the yeah, you did the softball. That's what we, that's what we did. I don't did know. Did you throw it like a shot put? <laughs> no, I know. I would just, I would just wing that some bitch. <laughs> um, and so we were in the football field doing the softball throw and my buddy was, was doing his throws and another kid. Um, Oh, I got to tell that story about crying. Another, another kid, uh, said i overheard him say to some of his other knucklehead friends he throws okay i can do this he said he throws pretty good for someone that god shit out and i turned to him and i said what did you say Jesus. and he said n-words are the people that god shit out and i punched him in the mouth i popped him right there on the football field and i tried to jump on top of him like ralphie in the christmas story because <laughs> i was just ready to kill him and you know yeah. and a, a parent pulled me off and said what are you doing what are you doing i said he called my friend he called my friend the n-word yeah you know it's the only the fight i never punching him too <laughs> no she she teared up and said go to your next event you know um but the, what makes me so angry about that story still is mm -hmm. that kid was we were nine probably yeah. a parent or someone taught him that phrase yeah, absolutely. he learned that phrase from an adult. An adult thought that was funny, and you know what? We're 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 pretty good joke writers and pretty good writers. I cannot think of a worst sentence. It's maybe the worst thing I've ever heard in my life, you know. Yes. And but I just out of instinct punched him right in the mouth, you know. Um, and I'll tell you what: if I heard that sentence today, I'd have the same reaction, the same one I did when I was nine. Yeah. It just, you know, I, 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 how dare you say that to my friend, but how dare you say that about a human being? That's it, right? Gosh, you know? That's, that's it, man. It's like people look at like us versus them. It's like, no, man. No. We're all one, dude. No, like, man. Yeah. And, and that, thinking about all that stuff, and it's just been, that's why it's been just so overwhelming this week. Yeah. You know, and 
thinking about those stories that obviously don't affect me personally. Well, except right. the, well, the punch one did, but, but yeah. it still, it happened to my buddies, you know, the, yeah. the guys I wanted to sit with at the lunch table, mm-hmm. you know, the guys I wanted to play pickup basketball with, you know? So, Absolutely. Uh, oh yeah, we're going to get through this. I hope, and I hope we're, we're going to get, we're hope we're going to get better, but uh, well, you know, I, I need more videos like the, like the, like, uh, you know, the, kneeling down and giving hugs and I need that stuff to give me a boost to give me some hope. Well, also this, this feels bad. I think what really helped me and and this is just from my own point of view is seeing our president hold a Bible upside down outside of church. That really, I was like, Oh yeah, we'll get through this. (laughs) Okay. When he, when that tubby goon uh, (laughs) held up the Bible upside down, he, he looked like an alien that had discovered what a book is for the first time. Yeah. I mean, it was just ab- fucking absurd. Yeah. I mean, and what's amazing about that, that moment is that, you know, he's such, he's such a dope. He thought that was like going to show strength and be yeah. a, 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 an image to show how tough he was. What it's going, what it's becoming and what it's going to be is an iconic image of just how badly he's handled this. Yeah. I mean, you know, there was no tear gas. Guess what? There's literally tear gas canisters that people picked up off the street. I know. <laughs> you can see it. You can see the videos. Of you, you can see the tear gas. There's, can- There's physical proof, and it's all on video. Oh, my goodness. I that, like oh. the fact that um, someone was like, all right, great. You're holding the Bible. Now open it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like- no chance he's ever read it. I'm telling you, no chance. I would bet my guitars that there is no chance he's ever read that book. No. Zero chance uh yeah it it just it was just so so absurd what what, right now what it feels like adam and uh and everyone uh it it feels like okay so we're we're going through the 1918 pandemic the great depression and the 68 and 92 riots all at the same time yeah that's what it feels like to me trump's america trump's america man we're winning that's what it feels like to me Uh, it's not much of an exaggeration (laughs) <laughs> there's not that much hyperbole in that that it, yeah. all those things at the same time is just yeah. overwhelming people you know and that's why we hope we can give you a little diversion we hope we can give you a, you know but i mean I, yeah there's the virus is still out there guys it hasn't gone anywhere i just want the next person or maybe, maybe it's biden maybe it's whomever to use the slogan make america great again again yeah <laughs> <laughs> Although uh, was it ever a great? I don't know. I don't think no. so. Oh yeah, I love. I loved that when the during the. It's such a. It's such a. Um, the make America great a thing. It's such an illogical thing. Like I remember when when during the campaign and uh, on the Daily Show uh, was out and asking people when was America last great, and the answers were hysterical. Oh, what did so, they say? Well, people would say, uh, um, I would, I would say uh, right, right after uh, World War II. And then the Daily Show reporter would be like, okay, but other than Jim Crow and, and <laughs> things that were still happening, but, right. but, but other than that, we are great. Yeah. Yeah. I would say right after the Civil War. Okay. They're, okay but other than the slavery thing right. and, and, and the, the women can't vote thing, <laughs> it was, no one could answer that question. Because oh, it's never been great. <laughs> it's so silly. It's so silly. Oh, but yeah, we're still out here. Uh, we're still out there with the, with the virus. Uh, and there's still people that are acting irresponsibly. And yeah. one of my favorites was, uh, there was a video, uh, and I sent it to you 
of uh, oh, right. you know people who are going to take a stand. People are going to take a stand and not wear the mask. Well, and there well, was four. Those are the truly oppressed. <laughs> Can't get a haircut. Have to wear a mask. Four ladies were in a gro- went into a grocery store not wearing the mask. And the manager comes up and says, hey, you know, masks are required in the grocery store. And in unison, they reached under their skirts, pulled down their panties, and put their panties over their face. Way to to take a strong stand, Karen. I mean, for – so what happened there is that Tammy called up her friends. Yeah. Guys, I have a great idea. Uh, we, this is going to get out <laughs> the national news. This is, I mean, we are, we are really going to make a statement here. Everyone wear a dress and a pair of panties, and we're going to put panties on our head to show in solidarity that we're assholes. <laughs> <laughs> the group of us, we're all assholes. Try to find that, everybody. Google that. And it, it, it is, it is one, of the, one, of, one of the most absurd things I've ever seen. It is truly absurd. Like, what was the point? I don't know, but they, 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 but that the fact that they planned it is just hilarious. Oh, and they look so proud of themselves when they're doing it. Yeah, and and you just, it's, it's, uh, yeah, you just put your hands and your face in your hands and go, oh my goodness, we're (laughs) what are we doing? What are we doing? Uh, Oh, Adam, do you know? Did you know? uh, Did did you know we have a new sponsor for the podcast? Oh no, I didn't. Oh, sorry. You don't know? You didn't hear about the new sponsor? No, what is it? I I, I would have. I got, I got to read here. We got, oh, we got, yeah. a, new, we got a new sponsor. Oh, sorry. This is, is this a commercial yeah. read you're doing right yeah, now? Yeah, I'm going to drop a commercial reader. Okay. okay? Happy about this. Yep. Today's Take the Ride podcast is brought to you by Chesterfield Cigarettes, the official lung dart of Bob Hope, Tyrone Power, Kirk Douglas, and Ronald Reagan. Low in nicotine, high in quality. Chesterfield Cigarettes, the best for you. Thank you very much for that new sponsor. Well, that's great. That's <laughs> so stupid. It, they, it's, like so a, stu- it's so stupid. It's like a hashtag that listeners can go to to like get twenty percent off their next carton. Yeah, hashtag uh, you know Chesterfield best for you. <laughs> <laughs> What's so dumb about that is I literally, <laughs> I literally looked. <laughs> so stupid. I literally looked at like photos of old advertising to get their old slogan. <laughs> oh, sure. That's yeah, good, man. Uh, so we're grateful for that sponsor yeah no that's great i had a i had a friend in in high school who's who's british and i was talking to her father and her father said that they had a class that was just go out and smoke cigarettes (laughs) it was like school sponsored go out out back back yeah or whatever fire up a heater yeah that's uh that's gym class fire up a benson and hedges yeah (laughs) smoke it and come back in (laughs) so it's so funny you don't get an a Going th- just looking at those old cigarette advertisements, they were so funny that they would have like a doctor on some of them, yeah. you know, saying like this, this one's good for you. <laughs> like, oh. This is this is from The Simpsons, but it was like smoke yourself thin. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember what character said it. Was it was? Uh, uh, it was Troy McClure. Yeah, you might remember it was. from such driver's ed videos. <laughs> oh, I still I still miss Phil Hartman. God. I love that man. Gosh, that one. What a, tra- what a tragedy. You might remember me from such self-help videos as get confident, stupid. <laughs> that was a tragedy. Too. Jesus. I mean, not on the scale that we're dealing with now. No. Really, yeah. But that, that one was really, I mean, I feel like yeah. that's kind of the world right now. It's like everything that's happening. It's like, Oh man, I, I cut my leg. I mean, it's not that bad because some real shit's going down, but a little, you know, a little perspective. Yeah. 
Um, we have a new segment on the show. Oh, Jesus um, Christ, Johnny. Yeah. Oh, man. Any of this with me? I'm, dude, I'm doing some producing, Adam. You are the new producer. I'm going to let you start editing this stuff because clearly I don't know how to. <laughs> I left that whole thing in with my daughter coming in to interrupt us. Okay. We, we both know that I have no chance of doing that. I know. We both know it would take me nine years to try to do that. That's why I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Luddite dope. There's no way I could do this. I don't know what these buttons do. Oh, no way. Yeah, you, you have to do it or, or, uh, we're, or, or we're done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we have a new segment on the show and um, we should do a jingle for it. Uh, the new segment is uh, 2020 is a dickhead. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying, Johnny. Go yeah. Uh, in South Florida, um, in, oh, in uh, the, the Miami uh, area, in the Miami area, oh. uh, torrential rain has uh, caused, <laughs> caused, oh gosh, this is so, this is so funny, has caused uh, what are being called dog killing giant toads to be on the loose. What? There is uh, a, a breed of toad. Uh, originally native to South and Central America, and it was introduced to South Florida by misguided sugarcane farmers. They can grow up to being nine inches long. Nine inches. That's a big-ass toad. Yeah. Growing to a size of, uh, this is from the article, this is from the Miami Herald. Growing to a size of up to nine inches, the giant cane toad is the world's largest toad and a voracious eater, consuming large quantities of not just insects, but other smaller frogs and toads, birds and eggs. They also have large poison glands behind their eyes that release a toxin that is especially deadly to dogs so if you got a yorkie you better keep that that pupper in the house you know johnny i know something else gro- <laughs> i know something else that grows to <laughs> nine inches and secretes of poison it's my dick i was talking about my dick you just said the words secretes a poison yeah just so we're clear everybody that that, that, that was the sentence that came out of your face in reference to my penis, <laughs> and oh my goodness, they yeah they they can they can lay up to twenty five thousand eggs at once in strands that it can be up to sixty feet. What the hell? That nine inch toe. That's an abomination. Yeah, this has been twenty twenty is a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> like none of this shit existed. 20 or three, four yeah. months ago, right? Like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, we had the murder hornets, which luckily didn't turn out to be a real story. And then, you know, the, the Wait, it wasn't a real story. Well, I mean, it was, but it was not a real problem. Oh, I mean, okay. have you heard, did okay. you hear about anybody actually getting stung? I didn't see it. No, but, but we're uh, all inside. I mean, yeah, <laughs> but then the dog, the dog killing toads said, Hey, hold my beer. Here we come. Yeah. You know, what's yeah. next? Like, I don't, I don't want to know what's going to be the next monkeys. Oh boy, we had throwing their feces. Yeah, was, I don't know what's going to be next on 2020 as a dickhead, but look forward to that uh, yeah, new I'm segment. Excited. It's a good yeah. segment. Yeah, maybe I'll come up with a jingle. Maybe it'll just be a little, like a sound effect that goes, boing, boing, boing. I like it. I'm okay with that. I can have that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, oh, and to top it all off, uh, hurricane season started this week. Yeah, I know. You so, just know we're going to get hit by a big one, man. Well, right but, now, I'm... I'm in, I'm in the South. I'm in South Carolina right now. And yeah. it has been like storming up a, a wazoo. That's not a sentence. Storming up a wazoo. It's in the ballpark of a sentence, yeah, but I don't think it's a, I it's a, a sentence. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but it's been storming a lot. And I feel like oof, it's going to be, a, it's going to be a nasty, nasty year for me. Yeah. I, I fear that like a big cat five is going to hit us. And then, you know, it just it, it make things even worse. But yeah, hurricane yeah. season started, uh, started last Monday. 
Yeah. Yeah. We are just killing it. <laughs> there was a thing that uh, I was reading on Reddit and they're like, if you woke up tomorrow and you saw the Death Star floating <laughs> up in the sky, what would your reaction be? So what would your reaction be, Johnny? My reaction would probably be a shrug. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that, it's probably, probably my reaction. Like, yeah, it seems about right. Yeah, I was like, yeah, all right. That's, that, yeah. seems on, that seems on brand. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great that's a great that's a great joke that's very what, funny what are you gonna do like there can't be like anything else right no and 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 again and you know guys this the the racist game show host cannot handle this this is why we this is why we are trying to warn people we've no new yorkers have known how incompetent he is this is why we were trying to warn you he can't handle stuff like this no I mean, did you see handle the easy shit? Did you see Barack's uh, statement yesterday? I did. It was glorious. Wonderful. And to to listen to a president, you know, not using the teleprompter that with words that someone clearly wrote for him, um, you know, speak with compassion and empathy and in complete sentences. Yeah. I was like, what is this sorcery? I mean, it it was, you know, it was just stunning to see. He spoke thoughtfully off just out and from his heart. Yep. And you think, yeah, man, this was a leader and I miss you. Yeah. Because that tub, that tubby goon is going to make things worse. And I'm telling you, he is going to make things worse. His sycophantic fucks who just give him everything that he wants and say he can do no wrong. It's like, <laughs> I mean, you're doubling yeah. down on, on evil, right? Yeah, they're, they're not, yeah it, it's, uh, it's maddening to see. It really is. And it's, it does. It's it's part of you know uh, of what what makes this so difficult to watch. And even though you know, and I, I say that I say that with I don't know maybe maybe I shouldn't say that because I'm not going out there. But um, but I'm still you know hearing all these voices you know yeah. and just hearing the cries of anger and anguish and pain yeah. that people have dealt with this shit for decades, and it keeps happening, and I just listen to the cries. Yeah, right, man. You know, and, 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 and there's no way he can, he can unify people and make it better. That speech he gave in the Rose Garden was such horse shit. Like, you know, what's, yeah, Stephen Miller wrote some stuff for you, and he comes out and reads it. You know, he kind of, you know, slurring his words and stuff. You know, how he, I love how he slurs his words. Oh, it's ridiculous. The daily, the daily, not to bring up the daily show again, but the daily show does these wonderful things on Twitter where they put, they do a, like a, a, a montage of him mispronouncing words. I love it. They're great. It. That's awesome. And I love my favorite thing. One of my favorite things that he does is he'll, he'll misread a word. And instead of saying, excuse me, or, you know, or instead of correcting himself, he'll pretend like it was still the right word. So he'll say something. I'm trying to not think. know that it's the wrong word. Yeah, yeah. He'll he'll mispronounce the word and then say and then just like like nothing happened. He'll add the right word in, and so that sentence doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah, and so yeah, it's just yeah. He's he's a moron. He's a moron. Yeah, he he's has. a guy that thinks windmills cause cancer. He's a guy that thinks Frederick Douglass is still around and getting a lot of more praise. He's a guy that thinks airports were around in the Revolutionary War. He's a moron. <laughs> we laugh so we don't cry. <laughs> you know, I, I can imagine saying some of this shit just like, just, you know, everyone is entitled to fucking up once or twice. Right? Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. This guy. Every time he opens his mouth, it's a bullshit statement about bullshit things that never happened or are made up or incorrect. 
And then, you know, he has the audacity to say, well, let's use the mil- military force on peaceful protests. Yeah, that didn't go well. No, no. Boy, he got, he, he got that, that got shot down like a wounded goose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just I pictured, lo- go ahead. Excuse me. Uh, Mattis, you know, Mattis, the, the former uh, secretary, er, secretary yeah. of defense. I read that. With, I read that piece yesterday. Powerful. Great. great. But, you know, as the dog and duck hunt, just with, like, <laughs> with Trump in his mouth, giggling. <laughs> you remember, we played duck hunt when we were kids, and every kid in America cheated at that game. Every kid in America had the gun right to the screen. <laughs> every, every kid in America cheated at that game. Absolutely. Did you know that this is so off topic? We're talking about like real world shit, and now we're talking about Duck Hunt from 1984. Uh, player two, if you had <laughs> yeah. the second controller plugged in, you could control the geese. Could you really? I don't remember yeah. that. Or the I, probably, I, don't know if, I don't know if I was aware of that or not. Well, it's time to yeah. break it out. Break out the old NES and... So yeah, well, when you were player two, there was a basketball game called Double Dribble. And then, remember and, Double Dribble? Oh, yeah, and if you, if you were player two and you went up to the upper right-hand corner of the court, every three went in. There was a glitch in the game. So every time, from that spot, every time a three would go in. So it would be a fight amongst my buddies or my brothers that it was cheating to use player two to go up and just bomb threes because every was every one of them went in. That is so true. it's when, when people would start doing it. I mean, like controllers were getting thrown. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so if I could say one more thing about uh, about the game show host is Please. how funny was the bunker excuse that that hilarious delight- like he was hilarious. going out to inspect it the old bunker inspect. You know, and then he says, well, I've done it, you know, two or three times. Why? Why? It was what's hilarious about it is if he just would have been, if he just would have said it's secret, it was secret service protocol and they brought me down there out of an abundance of caution. Everyone would have been like, okay, the secret service. So afraid of looking weak. Yeah. And, and that's all projection. Yeah. Cause he, cause he, he he knows he can't, he knows he can't do this job. (laughs) He, He knows he's in over his head. Well, uh, let's just hope everyone remembers this shit in November. Yeah, I, I hope so. So right now I am in what may be the whitest place in America. <laughs> um, they have uh, they they have a hunting lodge. Oh wow! They have kayak tours. There's a golf course and. Uh, half joking, I mean it's 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 unfortunate that it's that it is so. Um, it's, it is the land of white privilege. <laughs> like it, it yeah. absolutely is. And um, all I wanted to do, and I told Lindsay this and she was like, I don't know. Cause we're here with my in-laws who actually own a house here. Um, I said, I just want to go out to the village green and hold a sign that says black lives matter. <laughs> just to see, yeah. just, just to like, you know, just hold it, be silent, you know, support. And she was like, they would throw you in jail. And I'm like, what fucking jail? They don't have a jail here. <laughs> what I think um, you should do is do that and hold the sign. And if, the, if someone comes out and, and says something, I, I want you to say, pardon me, do you have any gray poupon? <laughs> and, they, and they would in their back pocket. They'd be like, oh, yes, <laughs> I do actually. Um, but yeah, it's it, um, like I know that the world is burning yeah. and you have no idea. Like yeah. being here, it is like nothing is happening. No one wears masks. Um, you oh, know, we, we don't 
we don't hear about the protests. You know, there's nothing, clearly there's nothing, I mean, there's a gate, so you can't get in unless you have someone who lives here or know someone who lives here. And it is just like, I feel disconnected from, from the world. And I, I mean, I am. Yeah. Right? The bubble, yeah. The bubble thing, uh, the bubble theory. Yeah. You're in the bubble. It's yeah. tough because I feel like I want to support, but at the same time, I'm like this hypocritic asshole who's, <laughs> you know, sorry, I'm playing golf and I have to go yachting later. <laughs> And oh, yeah, Black Lives Matter, but also at the same time, uh, I can't do that right now because I have to go shoot some clay pigeons with my shotgun. Over under three and a half of how many Barry Manilow songs you've heard since you've been there. Over under three and a half. Wow. Three and a half? That might be high. I mean, but see... Maybe you you, go, you take the under? <laughs> well, I'm taking the under because they found out that Barry was gay and I'm sure that that just shut down Mandy. You know, God forbid. <laughs> we can't. It's funny that I like Barry Manilow songs, though. <laughs> I don't mind. They're, be- they're beautiful. They're, they're great. Yeah. I'm okay with it. I'm okay yeah. with it. Um, so if you had to put a, a playlist together of songs to, um, I don't want to say support this time, but that would kind of help encapsulate. What's going on right now? What, what, what songs would you play? So we're not talking like well, Desert Island discs. We're talking like no. support the people. You know, what, 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 are you, what are you thinking you're putting on there? I am uh, I'm making sure I have this right. I, the, song that, the song that immediately came to mind is by Sam Cooke. Yeah. And it's a song. It's one of my absolute favorite songs, and it's called The Change Is Gonna Come. Um, that is the song that springs to mind. That song will, will, will choke me up. I mean, Sam Cooke is just a wonderful yeah. vocalist. And it's a song that was, that was uh, uh, written during uh, the, the, you know, the upheaval of the 60s. Um, that's the yeah. first song that came to mind. Well, Sam, um, it's just, you know, it's, just it, it's, it's, it's one of the greatest uh, records I've ever heard. And that's the song that, that came to mind. Uh, and I, I guess that's something I'd have to think about. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, because part of me wants to say that. And part of you wants to say Bulls on Parade by Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> yeah, no shit. You know? I mean, boy, I'm, you know, yeah, it's, in fact, I'm wearing, <laughs> I say that I'm wearing a Rage Against the Machine t-shirt. <laughs> Johnny, I, I can't tell because, again, you're so blurry. What does it even say? I, yeah, I, it's, oh, okay. Oh, that's, I like that. That's a good shirt. Yeah, um, yeah. Rage Against the Machine shirt. But yeah, I, I highly recommend uh, going to YouTube and listening to Change is Gonna Come. What, so what, what, what songs come to your mind? This is a great, uh, this, this is interesting. <laughs> Um, I, so I don't, I don't know, man. I was, I've been on, even before this, all this stuff happened, I was listening to a lot of James Brown. Oh yeah. Oh, Um, talk dirty to me. Woo. I love me some James Brown. So I, I, I like am desperately trying to teach my daughter some cool music to listen to. Yeah. Um, And so it's important. (laughs) She's three and I'm teaching her about break beats and like how okay. they're used in hip-hop and stuff yeah so we're listening to i don't know if you've ever heard it but it's the funky drummer so i don't know if i know so it. funky drummer is this awesome song that it, i think it comes from like a rehearsal that james brown and his band were doing and uh the drummer is this guy named clyde stubblefield yeah and he does this beat like halfway through i'm sure i'd recognize it if i heard it. i can't Absolutely. place it now yeah i'm sure i know it i love james brown, brown like they're just they're just messing around right and james brown is dicking the beat so much he's like all right all you guys just lay out lay out let's get let's get the drummer some room like oh you you keep doing what you're doing this is good this is good and it's just like awesome and then he does this beat and you're like and you have heard it in like 50 percent of all 
hip hop. Oh yeah, dance. I'm gonna I'm gonna look, when we're done here, I'm gonna look it up because I, I I I'm sure I know it. So I guarantee that's you. interesting. It's great that you're teaching daughter your daughter about music though. Yeah, and that's 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 important, man. Like player, you gotta play the you gotta teach the kids about the Beatles. Yeah, you know, well, dude, when you uh, could come in here right now and quote yeah. the first few verses of Cashmere by Led Zeppelin. <sighs> she loves it. She calls it the dinner dinner song. But yeah, my, my nephew was her age. I was, I do that. I do that with my nephews. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, I give them books and I play them music, you know, when, when they turn 10 years old, they get a copy of the Hobbit, you know, that kind of thing. And, and so when, when one of my nephew, my nephew Jackson, who was her age, uh, I, I played him the Ramones and he loved the Ramones. Your parent, or better, your brother was probably like, yeah. And so I, I played him Judy as a punk. Okay. And, and, <laughs> Uh, you know the song that my dog is named after, yeah. and then sometimes he he would come up to me and he and he would say, "Let's can I hear the punk song?" Yeah, <laughs> like hell yeah, yeah. It was like his favorite song for a while. Mom. Was uh, Judy is a pup, Jackie is a rut. Was, yeah, he loved it. But yeah, I do. I I think that's important to introduce good yes. art to yeah. younger kids. You know, like yeah. I I've showed my nephews E.T. I show my nephews back to the future. We had movie nights and I, you know, made sure that they know about that stuff. Um, you know? And that's, yeah, that's great. Oh, oh, you know she knows cashmere. Gosh, that's great. She knows cashmere. And I mean, yeah, we're still doing like baby shark and the first soundtrack, but yeah, of course, just to throw some in there and yeah. Play some print, play some prints for her. We've done prints. She likes yeah. Barry Beret. Yeah. Uh, I love her. Song. She loves, um, Beyonce, anything from Beyonce. Yeah, yeah, I I, I understand that. Yeah. It, it's not it's not my wheelhouse, but I get why people like it. Yeah, you know, it's not like I think it's kind. Of, I'm just kind of indifferent, like towards. Like I don't think it. Like I don't. You wouldn't say oh, I don't think it sucks. I'm just. It's just not really my thing. Yeah. It's not a big pop music guy. That's but quite all yeah. right, man. I would. I'm asking the. I'm 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 asking you after we're done here to to play her a boy named Sue from Johnny Cash. I, yeah, yeah. You heard yeah. me right. You heard me right. A boy named Sue from Johnny Cash. I could do that. I can I quote can the whole thing. The whole thing. I, thought I can quote the whole thing. Yeah, but you have like no recollection of fifth grade math. So, <laughs> boy named Sue took that over. It's so, that's so true that, yeah, that, that I can give you so much like, like useless trivia. Right. And, and like, you know, you know, NBA stats from the 90s. Like, I could give you all this useless crap, but I couldn't do algebra to save my life. <laughs> no, I couldn't either. Yes. I couldn't either. <laughs> it's I just the, ridiculous. I know that the capital of Burkina Faso is Ouagadougou, but I don't wow. know shit about calculus anymore. That's, a, that's fantastic. You might, yeah, I have no idea what you just said right there. I, it was an actual sentence. That just came, that, that, what, what you just said right there was the teacher in Charlie Brown to me. <laughs> the capital <laughs> of Burkina Faso is Ouagadougou. I promise you. You can look doo-doo. it up. I can't spell it, but it's doo-doo. A, you said doo-doo. I did. We're back. We're back. So doo-doo. You've been, uh, you've been catching up on some movies. Rewatching some classics. What? Uh, yeah, one of the things. Yeah, one of the things I've been doing. I, you know, we try to find things to keep my spirits up, and uh, um, I've been rewatching like movies I have memorized, like movies that I've watched fifty times. Yeah. Uh, so I, I did the Back to the Future trilogy. I watched all three. Yep. Um, I did uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, mm-hmm. uh, Empire Strikes Back, um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. What else have I done? Just yeah, stuff I have uh, stuff I have memorized that I know some, but there's yeah. but oddly, uh, uh, there's 
a comfort in the familiarity of it. Of course there is. Absolutely. And that's why, that's why I've been doing it. So I like find a, I, I got to find a, I got, maybe I'll find one for tonight. What do you, so going back and rewatching them, have, have yeah. there been any, like for you, oh, has there yeah. been any like discoveries? Do you like change your mind on any of the things? Do you, um, I mean, I know that they're comfort movies and they're comfort movies for a reason because you, you know them and they're. Yeah. Raise, oh, raising Arizona. Yeah. That's a great movie. Um, um, one of my, like, one of my know, favorites. Like, if I were to go back, I, I, I've been trying to like go back and watch movies and separate like the nostalgia factor and like the mm-hmm. childhood memory factor for me and the yeah. actual like good movie. And if okay. they're, you know, it, now a lot of times they still hold up, but sometimes you rewatch them and you're like, oh, this kind of misses here, this misses there. Has yeah, there been anything I, like that or are you still like gung ho on all these? With the ones I've watched so far, I haven't felt that. Um, but yeah. I do, but I do have a, a Back to the Future question for you. Absolutely, please. Your, it's your favorite movie. Back to the Future. Um, yes. Yep. Uh, uh, how did Doc and Marty become friends? So that's a good question. And that's actually a, a question that people have been posing for a long time. And Bob Gale actually answered the question. Really? How does, okay, okay, please so, explain it. Because I, uh, when I watched that, I hadn't thought about that in a while. And then it started like occurring to me, this is a little weird. It's a little weird. There's, there's actually a few things in that movie that you're like, wait a minute. Aside from yeah. you know, making out with your mom. John, um, John Mulaney has a great bit about that. Look that one up. But anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. How, yeah, John Mulaney, put him John Mulaney back to the future and he's going to crack you up. Oh, no, okay. I have seen that where he's like trying fantastic. to pitch. He's pitching. Yeah, yeah um, fantastic. So Doc and Marty, Doc needed some help around his shop and I think he okay. saw Mar- Marty like, I guess I, I'm going to get this wrong, but it was, you know, like Marty was around town or something and um, you know, he saw Marty like playing his guitar or something and was like, Hey, do you want like a second job just helping out or whatever? So that's sort of the like safe way. Okay. Um, but you know, he's blowing Marty. <laughs> I mean, that's the real story. Like that's <laughs> why, why sugar it? Marty, Marty, I need you to blow me. <laughs> Marty. Oh, oh, oh I'm going to die. Oh, I need your kids. Oh, I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a it is an odd uh, an odd friendship that uh, kind of just slipped past the goalie for a while. You know, like wait a minute here. But, but why does he have keys to his place? Right, he just walks in. Yeah. And, uh, um, the other thing about that movie is when Marty's like, I'm he, he realizes that Doc has torn up the uh, the the letter that he wrote him, and he's Trump wants to go yeah. back and save him before the, the right right uh, terrorists come. He's like, I'm in a time machine. I can go to any time I want. He goes back ten minutes earlier. <laughs> That's it. Why aren't you going back an hour earlier? Like. <laughs> two hours earlier yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like tension to it and he totally. still isn't there in time it's it's a movie that we love so much but yeah. you do have to have some suspended disbelief and yes. not take but you but you know what though you have to with every time travel film oh every okay. you because because it doesn't really make sense nothing makes sense. and it never lines up yeah. and it's um but yeah so it's it's i mean that's one of those movies that i still feel like despite its plot holes and <laughs> weird. It's still perfect. It's still perfect. It's still perfect. It is. And the reason it works so well for me, well, it works on a bunch of different levels, but everything, all the information you get up front pays off later on. There's okay. never a wasted line that, that is just a throwaway line. Everything like you can go line by line and be like, this pays off later. This pays off later. Mm-hmm. Everything that's said is then regurgitated later, but like as a, as a solve and it's, it's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's oh yeah, I, I do love it. Yeah, watching, excuse me, watching all three of those was great. You know, yeah, 
Yeah, I gotta I, do that. I gotta do that again. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Um, How's Fast I, Times? I, I haven't seen Fast Times. Fast, fast Times. Time. Fast Times holds up, man. Does it really? Totally. It's like so quotable it or something. Well, um, or it's uh, uh, rape. thank you. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, correct. It, it certainly looks like it, yeah. but it's so quotable and so funny. And I mean, Sean Penn is just hilarious in it. I still, I, I still think, it, I still think it holds up. It's one of my favorite movies. I and um, yeah, that's a, that's a good one to watch. Um, and oh, and oh, I forgot one of the. I did Spinal Tap. Um, yeah. And you know that yeah, that's one I did a, a few nights ago. Was Spinal God. Tap. Fred Willard so has good. The funniest uh, line in that. He's so movie. great. Holy Miss him. shit! Like that movie is chock full of amazing moments. And Fred yeah. Willard, rest in peace. Bless fucking him. destroys in his scene. <laughs> oh my god. That dude chewed up the scenery, boy. He, he steals every scene he was ever in. Like, I don't know anybody that's that, that is a fan of comedy and that that doesn't love Fred Willard. No, uh, yeah. his non sequiturs are so oh. well placed. It's oh, it's gorgeous. It's he has he has uh, and this this is a film that should probably go on my rewatchable list. He has one of my favorite <laughs> my favorite lines in all of comedy movies in Best in Show when he says, "You know, it's a shame to think in some places in the world these dogs are eaten." <laughs> yes. One of my favorite lines ever in a comedy. Yes. <laughs> Man, I, I think it. yeah that, that decides it best in show is on tonight that's yep. what i'm doing that's, tonight. that's a great yep. call yeah we're going best that's in show one. that'll yeah. cheer me up yeah that's what that's another i all those uh those christopher guest movies i've seen i mean dozens of times so yeah but i rented spinal tap in high school in fact i talked to uh my one of my buddies yesterday was a high school and we actually talked about this that we rented uh spinal tap when we were in high school and like i was a just I mean, riveted. Like, what is this? I like the concept of a mockumentary was completely new to me in high right. school did when you, I was. Did you 16. know it was a mockumentary, or did you think it was a real? I, I, I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah. Um, you know, it, but it's just it's it's so yeah. It was so great watching Spinal Tap again when they're lost backstage. <laughs> oh, <laughs> rock and roll, and I mean, and oh, when they're. <laughs> When when they when you talk about uh, a drummer that died of uh, drowning on his own vomit, and they say you can't dust for vomit, I mean, dust for vomit. Gosh, that's so good. Yeah, best in show tonight, man. That's that's where I'm at. All right, I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch Spinal Tap and 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 Fast Times. Yeah, it's, it's a fun a exercise. Time. It's been a fun exercise to do. I've done it for I don't know about ten days or so. Yeah. Just kind of you know poke around. Old like I've been using fifteen year old DVDs. You know, yeah, uh, just like, I, you know, I have them, you know, so yeah, why not? Um, that's what I, so I haven't, you know, been trying to uh, find them on streaming. I've just been using these old DVDs. Yeah. Um, cool. And uh, it's, it's, it's kind of a, kind of a comforting thing to do. You know, movies that I know so well, I know them beat by beat, sound by sound. You know, what I know, movie I know. Do you think you know better than anything. Raiders. Is it Raiders? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's Raiders, not a short Ra- movie either. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's the that's the one I know. I it's it's my favorite movie. It's it's uh yeah, I, that's the one I know the most. Empire Strikes Back would be a close second. Yeah, yeah. you just have a raging hard on for Harrison Ford. <laughs> You're telling me, right? You and regarding Henry, <laughs> that's your jam. I love how Harrison Ford now that the way it's so funny that he's just, he's the most mellow dude in America. Oh, yeah. And, and the way that he talks now he's on when he's on a talk show is just so funny. He's like, well, uh, we didn't do that in that movie. Like, it's just great. I love that man. He's, 
he's a national treasure. He's he my is. Humphrey. Bo- he's my Humphrey Bogart. You know, I gotta say, man, I think he's better than Humphrey Bogart. I love me some bogey though. Uh, of course you do. Yeah, one of the, you know on the rewatchable list would be Maltese Falcon. That's one that's on there. So that's one. I, that's I've one I've seen, seen many, many times. I've never seen it. Great. I love the book. Um, okay. and, um, the book is really wonderful. That's a that's a really great one to, that you and the, your wife would uh, watch one night. That's a, a, it's to watch the Falcon. Classic noir. You know, shot beautifully. It's, yeah, that, that would be, that's one that would be uh, a candidate for this little exercise that I'm doing to, to try to, to try to not watch the news and cry every night. You know what movie I actually rewatched recently that I hadn't seen in about 10 years, but I forgot how fucking great and funny it is. And Mm. you have a connection to it is Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, uh, I, I know, uh, John Heater and, uh, um, and a couple of the producers and, uh, God damn, man! There is some yeah. funny shit. It, 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 they they uh they found lightning in a bottle. You know, it's it's yeah. uh uh it makes no sense. In fact, no. uh, um, when Napoleon Dynamite, since I knew I knew when I knew the executive producer, okay. and then I was friends with and I became friends with John through him. Yeah. And when they were uh when they were at Sundance, so they were going to try to sell the movie. Right. I had the master copy. So I was in my car with the master copy and it was going to be my job to take it to the studio to, to screen it. Oh, right. Okay? Cause you were in LA then. I, I was that. in, I was in, I was uh, working at the Craig Kilborn show for a while. Yeah. Um, and so I had the copy, right. And so I, they were at Sundance and the movie was screening and then he called my friend calls and he's like, Hey, you're going to Paramount. Okay. So I go, I start heading to Paramount and, uh, and I'm probably remembering the studios wrong. So I'm heading there, and before I get there, another phone call comes. No, 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 you, you, go to, go to Universal. Universal, Universal's got a bigger got a bigger offer. Okay, so I'm going to Universal. And boy, before I got to the second studio, he called again and said, "Forget it, we just sold it." <laughs> well, I remember you. it was happening that fast. Like this is within the space of thirty minutes. I think I think I was out in L.A. And was, we were hanging out and you were like, yeah. there's this movie coming out oh, yeah. or, or I just saw the funniest movie or whatever. I, yeah. I saw, I saw a rough cut of it before yeah, anyone it had ever seen it. It was big. And yeah. I was like, Napoleon Dynamite, what is this fucking movie? And then yeah. I think I saw the trailer and I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> John, John, John heater is a, he is, he is a very funny guy uh, to, to be around. I mean, yeah. he's, he's a, yeah, he's a really funny guy to be around. One year for my birthday, I was in, he was in New York shooting something. I don't remember what it was. Um, and it was my birthday and he took me to a, took me to a steakhouse called quality meats in Manhattan for the best steak I've ever had in my life. And so. two tables over, two tables over Lord Michaels. Oh, no shit. Yeah. It was like, wow. Yeah. It was so that's, cool. That's awesome, man. Yeah. He's a very good guy, but yeah, Napoleon Dynamite is it. That's, that's people are going to watch that one f- forever. It's just, it's, it's like kind of the definition of a cult classic comedy. And you know what though? It's like, it, it's timeless in the fact that when it was made, it looked old, but new. Yes. there's yeah. no, like you couldn't pinpoint what year that was. And really? that's what kind of makes it classic. It's like, it's so <laughs> weird and fun and just ridiculous. And there's no plot. Really? Not really? Not really. Not really. Just like yeah. a little bunch of sketches. Yeah, I met I met uh, I met Uncle Rico once. John John Grice. I'm probably I don't know if I'm yeah, saying his name John name Grice, right. John Isn't Grice. it G R I E S? I think. Yeah. I met him. I met him once briefly. Very nice man. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's oh. funny in that movie. Is you know how much you want to bet I can throw a football over the mountains? That's oh, a great line. It's a great line. I I crack up 
when you, you see that like oh god the guy's got to be 100 years old the farmer yeah. loading the shotgun against the cow right <laughs> and he's she's like shaking it can't really get the aim right yeah. and then the school bus drives up and you hear the gunshot and hear the kids scream and it's just it's so it's paced perfectly when, you don't when see the uh, cow get shot you don't see the kids but you know exactly what happened yeah when when napoleon gets hit in the face with a stake you know, yes. you get smacked in the face with a steak. Uh, when that, when that <laughs> like, happened, look at that sentence. Hello. Yeah. You know, when it's Napoleon great. smacked in the face with a steak. Yeah. It's funny. On set, they referred to him as Nappy D. That's kind of funny. A little tidbit for you. Nappy like, hey, Nappy D, you're, on, you're wanted on set. And John That's would go to set. So John told me that they, they tried it a couple times. And so they were throwing it, you know, just, they, he, they were throwing it like way too far above his head. And so the take wasn't yeah. working. <laughs> And so he's like, look, you just got to try to hit me. Don't try to, don't try to miss. You got to try to hit me. And the first time it got him right in the face. That's the first take that they were actually trying to hit him. It got him right in the face. <laughs> and I love that his like his handlebars swivel. Yeah. He oh, really God. got smoked for real in that take. Yeah. That's the take <laughs> in the movie. The first one that they really tried to hit him. Oh, that's amazing. That's delightful. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Uh, Johnny. Are you good? I, I'm I'm better now, and friends, I hope you got a little bit of a little bit of escape from two idiots that just want to chop it up, you know, and and do do some, just tell some bad jokes. Yeah, you know, because that's what we need, man. I got another call tonight with two friends from high school. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. and you know, and the, that's what I have to do to keep going. Because um, yeah. well, make sure you listen to, yeah, and not just to your white friends. <laughs> Uh, yeah it's all good man we're gonna wrap things up but thank you for listening do you have anything to add uh again i was talking about my dick that was nine inches and spits poison yeah you know what i'm gonna i'm just i'm gonna give you a hot take here you know i'm gonna to close the show i'm gonna give you a hot take i don't think either of those things are true yeah, it's hot takes inches. for hot takes. It's 10 inches. <laughs> Everyone listening, thank you. And be sound, okay? Be sound. Uh-huh.